What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja View Podcast. This is the podcast where we are talking about The Sopranos. Travis, you told me I had to call it The Sopranos. Did I? Right? Yeah, you told me that. Did I? To respect your Spanish heritage. I... I I had to call it the Sopranos. I don't remember doing that, but I like when you do it, so keep it up. Sopranos. Okay, I take it back. I don't like that at all. Okay. Just Sopranos is fine. You can call it the Sopranos or... or soaps. 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 Yeah, I watched the Soaps yesterday, You should watch the episodes of the Soaps, dude. Bruh. Dude. Bruh. Today we're talking season five, episodes five and six. Yes, sir. Two fun episodes, I'd say. Uh, first one was a little, a little funny, a little comedic at times. I think you know? the first one was the best episode of the season so far. Wow. I okay. quite enjoyed right. it. I thought it was wonderfully okay. shot. I thought the storyline mm-hmm. and it was, uh, you know, it was, I like when they do these kind of standalone episodes that you don't necessarily have to know what the story arc for the season to kind of get what's going on in this in the episode and i think they mm-hmm. kind of shine it's you know kind of pine barrensy it's kind of collegey where there's a, like just a just a lot of plot in this thing that it can almost be viewed as like a mini sopranos movie very much like i said pine barrens and uh what's mm-hmm. the white house is that the one mm-hmm. where carmela and tony break up i can't remember the name of it. White, white caps white caps yeah which yeah, I think the show does a lot. They're of like that. side quest uh, episodes. Have, yeah, and it kind of you know will delve into different aspects of characters and whatnot. And you know, I mean, you say that, but that has implications. Implications, yeah. Adriana, but thing. you don't yeah. necessarily need to know that to watch and enjoy this episode. Like you can pluck right. this thing out of every, out of nowhere, even if you're just like vaguely familiar with The Sopranos and watch it and really really enjoy it. I wonder if, because you know it's funny, because that the show does that a whole lot, but a show like Breaking Bad, when they do it, it gets a lot of complaints, mm-hmm. like The Fly, yeah, you know, or even like Lost, would get complaints about standalone episodes because mm-hmm. they're not moving the plot forward. Right. But Sopranos was always kind of established as we're not doing right. That, they're really. a little less. They're just le- yeah, a little less serialized, a little yeah. less reliant on the plot, uh, episode to episode, and that's probably because they established that pretty early on, that they were, I mean, college is what the fourth episode, which yeah. I mean at the time you probably don't like recognize it as an episode that can be viewed as a standalone type of thing, but you know looking back it definitely is. And I, yeah, I, I think it might just be that they established it real, real early and made it kind of part of their style, you know? Mm-hmm. So the gist of this episode <clears throat> is that Adriana is still talking to the feds and they kind of want her to get close to Tony. Yeah, they do. And Christopher's doing something, <clears throat> I think Atlanta or Georgia, somewhere. something. He's with rednecks. Georgia. He's in a truck with rednecks, not able to drink. Bunch of rednecks. Can't do any cocaine. Yeah. No, no meth, no moonshine, no, no heroin. Uh, no, no, no heroin. pot, and so no Advil. for the first, he's got a toothache. She won't even let him take that. No Tylenol. You done? Sprained ankle. Got any more? Okay. Um, mescaline. Ooh, that's a good one. Meth, mushrooms, acid. 
X, um, PCP, Angel Dust, Angel Dust is PCP. Uh, well, I mean, it's another name. Maybe it's a different brand. Uh, muscle Relaxers, uh, Uppers Adderall. Downers, Zingers, Bangers. What'd they say in the episode? A couple uh, poppers, poppers and poppers. weird sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the one uh, that they did in Wolf of Wall Street? It might have been poppers. I don't know. No, it was some name. Did I ever tell you when I saw that movie? No. I saw it Christmas Day. Nice. In uh, Fort Worth, in a very, very nice mm-hmm. dine-in movie theater, sitting next to my mother-in-law. Huh. We got about... A- Ludes. Ludes. That's what I'm thinking of. Ludes. Yeah, Quaaludes. Yeah. Quaaludes. Yeah. We got about an hour through the movie before uh, my wife was like, we gotta go. Really? Yeah. Had to get the mom out, out of there? We had to get out of there. It was... Ter- it was the... And then I got deathly sick from it. I was so embarrassed from it, I got the flu. Yeah. One oh, hour no. after I got home. <laughs> I can't think about that that much. Was she offended? Oh, yeah. Very. Everybody was uncomfortable. They're uh, really? West Texas Baptist, so, like, uh, somebody... Why, why even we go? We didn't know! Why did you go? Oh, look at this night. Like, it's Martin Scorsese, first yeah, of all. Yeah, but it's also Leo. Martin Scorsese doesn't make love movies. I know, <laughs> but uh, it was just... We didn't we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Oh, we I sure, love that Leo DiCaprio. We sure knew He's so handsome. In the first, three minutes when he's snorting coke out of her butthole Uh, (laughs) i'm sitting next to my mother-in-law yeah that was a bad Bad choice yeah no i own it but dude man it was a bad decision oh that leonardo dicaprio was so handsome and titanic let's go see that film (laughs) i'm gonna stop revealing (laughs) things to you you need to that's a bad all right so i have a similar story the year that Django and Chain came out, or I guess the Christmas Day it came out, and what also came out Christmas Day was Les Miserables. Okay. And my sister, who had just gone to California, bought a, a gift for um, the family. She bought us all tickets to go see Les Miserables mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. I was pissed because I wanted to see Django and Chain. Yeah. You know who went to go see Django and Chain? My racist grandma and aunt and other aunt, who's not that racist. They just thought it was a nice western. I don't know why they went to go see it, and they sat through the whole thing. So they got to see and Jamie so Foxx whole... almost get his penis cut off by Walt, yeah, by the... by Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> yep. So the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, oh, my grandma sat through this, sat through this, sat through this. Wow, that's great. Maybe they're cooler than you think. Yeah. No, I think my mom, my my grandma was really upset that they were killing all those white. Oh people. God! Oh no! Oh, she's <laughs> yeah, not really getting it then. I yeah. guess. Okay. No, I don't think the olds are a little behind. Why did I kill that Leo DiCaprio? He was so handsome and Titanic. Well, before we get ourselves into trouble, let's get back on track here. (laughs) Given the times, maybe we just talk about Sopranos from here on out. Uh Okay. Uh, Oh yeah. So anyway, he Adriana and Tony Soprano for the first time we've ever really seen them together. Yeah, for you know, or like yeah, having a conversation, you know, and she kind of right. touches on that. She's like, you know, when I first met you, I was afraid of you, mm-hmm. and, and then, and then you know, hilarity ensues. So it looks like they're about to 
do something and then uh, and does the cop like kind of insinuate that she uh do the business on him prior to this scene or is it right after yes prior to this it's scene. like a little quick uh it yeah and tony it's tony also runs scene. into meadow before she before this he too, does yeah, which is kind of a funny and that's scene. very awkward it is funny very awkward <laughs> now they now because and also a weird thing is tony's we see him do cocaine in this episode. We've never seen him do cocaine. No, but he apparently loves cocaine. Apparently. That's where they're going to go get score some coke. Yeah. That's why they're in the car together. So, yeah, Tony... Um, so, like, he says to Melfi that he stopped himself, but he's lying. He would have done it. It's in his nature. Right. But, Somebody came in. Uh, Leotardo walks right. in, yeah, to, I don't know, do something. Yeah, and I, and, I did, like, I, I don't... I don't know that even this, like, stopping him is even real growth anyway. Because, no. like, it's his future cousin-in-law, I guess. It's it's his... his could be his could daughter. Could be his daughter, basically. You know, like, yeah. it just... It's the uh, taboo-ness of it. He really shouldn't get credit for that. I've, it felt very com- uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, thing. it was very yeah. off. Like it, it's probably the first that, time that you're like rooting real hard for him not to seal the deal. And uh, I think Melfi even says symbolic incest. Yes. Yeah. Which totally. Yeah, that's hundred percent what it HBO would be. Loves incest, man. They do. Well, I think TV likes incest. You may be right. In general, you may be right. Yeah, I think people like incest. We all like to deny it, but we like a little incest. Yeah, and all the right? porn websites would agree with us, that. It makes us all feel uncomfortable in the best ways. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Having fun. Would you say that, though? Would you say would that? Would I say what? I, 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 I'm joking, but I do think, like, incest is, like, a taboo that... Because I think people... Okay, I think people get uncomfortable with certain sexual interactions. Mm-hmm. But I think incest is the one interaction where it's like this is universally people are not into it for the most part they're not into it but they're not so uncomfortable that they're not going to watch it yeah maybe it's just something that i don't know maybe it's something that the only reason why people haven't done it for so long is because of the problems it causes number one or number two but number one is the whole god thing and it's like I think there it's is like a sinful a, pleasure, but I think there is a thing in your brain that I think, I think there is some like scientific thing in your brain why you don't have incest, right? Yeah. Like, like there is something it's, about this is my brother or sister, yeah. and I've known them all these years, and we have a different kind of connection. Scientific, well, that's like more mo- like Maybe. scientifically, it would probably be probably be that we are conditioned not to do it because that can lead to the end of the human race yeah that's probably the driving uh you know Mm -hmm. your id or whatever you want to call it like that's probably your force and that made its way to religion which has a whole lot of other connotations and we're really getting it really we really are Uh, after passing something that didn't even just like this episode uh tony becomes Best incest in Best TV. Best incest in TV. It doesn't even happen. Uh, and and that's kind of why this episode is really interesting. Because, like, he does the right thing. Or the the yeah. right thing ends up happening. How about that? Yes. Uh, and yes. then he still gets to become the villain. Right. You get the get fun telephone. You know, fun game yes. of telephone. Uh, 
going on and people are it, it turns into uh, worse he, than she sucked his dick. Uh, worse than Sunday uh, Sunday school ladies after uh, Sunday brunch or whatever. Yes, a bunch of gossip gossipers. Uh, and you know, obviously, Chris finds out. He does a funny action of throwing food at Vito. <laughs> so he calls him a, a parade blimp, which was yeah, great. That was good. And then Tony later is like, "You threw food at Vito. That's got to be taken. <laughs> that needs to be that resolved. needs to be resolved." There were some really funny. funny moments in these last two episodes. There like were. That. I think the the pizza that's my, was dude. Funny. That's my favorite part of the entire episode. Like. He, yeah, <laughs> he he acts like he's doing her a favor for bringing over yeah. dinner, which he had already ordered, and then yeah. she drops it on the floor. He storms out. Everybody's pissing. You know what? I'm com- this is the most. I'm coming back for this pizza. It's the most dad thing it's he's a, ever done. It's it. I mean, it. It's the cousin of it is the Breaking Bad pizza, yes, right? Yes, exactly. That's maybe Breaking Little Bad homage. took that from Sopranos. Maybe yeah, I. I loved that. That was so I funny. Love- Pizza humor is my favorite kind of humor. Pizza, pizza humor and pizza crimes. Pizza crimes and pizza That's what humor. you're all about. That's what we're about. Yeah. Here, here on uh, Deja Vu, pizza humor and pizza crimes. Pizza crimes. Pizza crimes. Um, yeah, so there was a little game of telephone. Uh, Chris is a dick, beats her up again. Not again. This is not a beats her up again. This uh, is way this worse. Is, yeah, because she's she's like in a brace. Yeah, they had a big car wreck, and like, and now she's like in a brace, and, and he beats the living shit out of her too. Yeah, it, I did not enjoy that. I did not like that. No, I don't I didn't like. Enjoy it either. I don't like that when that happens. It makes me very uncomfortable. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny watching. No, I guess not funny, but like watching these episodes again. I like these characters a lot less than I think I originally thought. I was reading, yeah, know? I was reading something today about how at this point in the series, the series is kind of highlighting that these are <clears throat> not good people and that you shouldn't like them a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I think like yeah. as you go deeper into it, like there's just more and more things stacking up on everybody. You know, like mm-hmm. Polly's not exactly like a comedic relief now that he's smothered a grandmother he did have a funny line next episode but he's yeah. less of a comedic yeah, relief less like of a you laugh relief. at him but you're like oh yeah i forgot i forgot about yeah. that yeah yeah i mean tony he's they're all this is how they all get by is they're extremely charismatic every single one of them and they're able mm-hmm. to like fake this uh uh normal existence when they're talking to real people but like if you actually run into one of these people just just hope they don't notice you because they're bad news <laughs> bad news well, i'm looking here at my notes is chris notes, does fall notes, off notes, uh, fall off the wagon oh yeah he does and he has a he comes into the thing with a gun shoots up tony's suburban that's the last time we see it we get some uh good tony b in here we don't see really we don't have a lot of uh, Steve Buscemi until the next episode, but he does a good moderator. He's a good moderator here. He had the uh, the the doctor, mm-hmm. and he brings him to the car because he knows, hey, the doctor will know if uh, it was possible that she was sucking his D at the time of the crash. And the doctor before we get that far, grudgingly clarifies. Like yeah. before we get that far, what about Tony and Chris's meeting before all that? Where he tells him to throw the, tells he, where he tells him to throw away the shit stick. He was shit yeah stick. he was scraping oh, yeah, his yeah, shoe yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That was that was that's that's just a power move on his. I know, part. that's what it, he does. To I know, but it's interesting that he does that in that situation when it it didn't yeah. happen anyway. It's just right. uh, you know, interesting. Yeah. And it kind of backfired. It's like when anyway, Fernando tells me, Trey, can you please fix this chair for me? Right. Why don't you fucking fix your own chair? I guess I have to. Yeah, <laughs> like it almost. Ooh, that is. It ba- it almost made Chris believe it even more. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I oh, just no. wanted to talk about that. No, 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 you're right. No, you're you're good, man. I'm trying to look at my notes some more here. So yeah, I mean the the main crux of it is the and then you know Carmella finds out and the thing is is Tony has not done a good job in his life, even though he didn't do this. You know, it's like boy who cried wolf, it's right? Belie- I mean, he's not done a good job. It's yeah. believable enough. You know what I mean? Right. And I um, the Carmella and him scene at the very end is yes we could talk yeah fantastic like Mm -hmm. she does not want to give up any ground (laughs) give him Mm -hmm. any credit at all anywhere for anything but it's like they have this real moment between a you know and a husband and a wife at the end of the day of like you know me better than this and Mm -hmm. just She's able to convey with her eyes. She didn't say anything, but just that, yes, I fucking hate you. But yeah, I know you didn't do this. I know you didn't Mm -hmm. do this. But very much like Chris, she has to live in it still. Like she still has to live in the wake of what people think. Whether she knows it or not, or whether Chris believes it or not, they still have to live in the situation where everybody else does know and does believe or does believe, I guess. And they have to go make an appearance at Vesuvio's <laughs> just them all together. Like a happy, happy bond. It's very, that's very political. That's very secession or something, oh, yeah. you know, where uh, we as a family, even though we're all at odds, we got to go look like we're a happy and public, public, you know, representation or public, uh, you know public show of unity public showing of unity yes and i think it does affect the series going forward because i mean now you have this you know uh a wrench and chris and and uh tony's relationship Mm -hmm. no matter because he doesn't isn't isn't gonna fully believe him no i mean like you 100 you really as the viewer are you think he's about to kill chris you know like it's about to happen um that was a wonderfully shot scene too, man. Like I love mm-hmm. the like lights kind of flittering in and out and just, yeah. I mean, it just felt like they were going to do it. Uh, it, do- I mean, it definitely has long-term implications just like uh, college and pine barrens did, you know, yeah. like there's, and, and that's, what's so great about the show is they're able to do yeah. an episode like this with tentacles, you know? Mm-hmm. And like Adriana now probably has, less of a reason to not talk to the cops. I mean, she's like, fuck this, right? I mean, now she knows. I mean, You'd think. She's been abused multiple times. You would think. Now it's, I guess it's, yeah. But the cop also kind of says, and I think this is probably how it happens a lot, is that these types of relationships are addictive. You know, like, yeah. they just keep coming back. Abusive relationships. And I mean, it's not, this is not the first time he's hit her or beat her up. This no. might be the most uh, violent and the worst one, but... It's not the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, so uh, di- the director, Alan Coulter, got an Emmy nomination for this episode. 
<clears throat> the right all the all the Emmy nominations are for the ones where a woman gets beat up. Have I you noticed, haven't that? noticed that? Uh, uh, the writing team got a nomination. Okay, and uh, let's see here. Imperioli and Drea De Matteo both won Emmys for supporting. Oh wow! Supporting actor and actress off this episode. Again, awards for. Uh... Violence against women, pretty much. Yeah, uh, and think about this. What if Tony, what if nobody had come in that room? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he probably would have done something. Uh, something would have happened. Now, let's, you know, maybe Adriana doesn't want to do anything. Maybe oh, she sex was, doesn't happen. She was in the moment going to let it happen. Something that was going to happen. And what... I don't know about sex, but and what does that something. lead to? And he's talk he's talking to Melfi. Well, he says he says it, you know. Uh, Chris and Tony's relationship is dead. That's right. not non-existent. Um, she becomes ostracized uh-huh. by everybody. Yeah, for doing that. And he uh, he probably gets Tony's- he probably gets clipped by the FBI pretty quick after that because uh, he's speaks pretty openly with the women he's with yeah, and uh probably she's uh that's probably what they that's want that's definitely you know, they what they want, want. That. it's just like he just narrowly got away with that yeah. one cuz he it, even all the things he said and we said it too like if nobody had come in that room he 90% goes through with it and that would have been his downfall right there mhm also, I mean, just his marriage. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be, you know, or his divorce, I guess. That's going to be uh, even more of a, a deal. Yeah. Although we kind of get the sense in the next episode that n- nobody's quite ever going to get out of Tony Soprano's no. web. Or nobody is going to change. So I want to read this. This is uh, from uh, the, I'm the sorry, s- not Revolution was televised. The, the Soprano Sessions. The Sepinwall book. Uh, David Chase likes to say that contrary to a critical uh, consensus, The Sopranos isn't a show about how people can't, don't change or can't. In his view, personal change isn't possible. Or I'm sorry, isn't impossible. It's just rare or incredibly difficult, particularly in a culture that rewards inertia and selfishness like the mafia. So that's sort of the, I guess, this thorough statement of the whole show mm-hmm. is it's very hard to change. Especially if you are involved in an organization like the mob that don't necessarily want the best for you. They kind of just want you to produce. They want you to, you know, make the money. Right. Well, and then like that job isn't necessarily on the up and up. So it's kind of uh, if you're able to make that concession in your mind that you're willing to do things that aren't necessarily legal to make a living and to get through life. Yeah, it probably plays the other way too, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did, I did enjoy the episode. I liked. Uh, I think it's hilarious. Carm going for pretty much the total opposite of Tony for her first fling outside of the marriage. Sure. Uh, opposite and maybe not even because I mean the guy he's is powerful. You know he. Well, he also, you know, isn't necessarily the best listener or he's kind of so uh let me look here because episode one kind of explains uh in here that uh yeah so he's kind of using her as well 
Um, uh, Mr. Wiggler is using Carmella at least as much as she's using him, treating his efforts to improve AJ's college chances as a currency in their burgeoning relationship. And he can be as stuck in his ways as Tony, despite knowing that Carmella didn't enjoy Madame Bovier. Uh, he gave her a modern. Uh, he gave her a modern library first edition of it, suggesting if she try it again, she might learn to love it as much as he does. Uh, okay, so, so yeah. I think also by <clears throat> by the way, sure. Uh, on that note, uh, the book that uh, Carmela's complaint that the story is slow and has nothing nothing really happens echoes some of the complaints about season four or about Carmela's story in general. Just as Wegler's defense of the book, outside nothing happens, but inside she has these extreme. Uh, extremes of boredom and exhilaration could be the show's defense of the Carmela Fury of flirtation. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun. Is note. it Sorry. using? Go ahead. Is it is it is it using each other? If there is genuinely some attraction, because I do believe there was attraction for both of them, uh, and they're both getting something out of it, and they're both enjoying it. Is it like a negative using at that point? I don't think Carmela was using. I don't think him. she realizes think... she was using. I think she was using as at the same time she still really really liked Okay, it. here's what I here here here's here's yeah. my take on it. Uh Okay. A married lady or a fresh out of marriage person, not even a lady on a in their first relationship, I imagine is pretty rough because you're used mm-hmm. to being like your unfiltered married for 20 years, all my idiosyncrasies on my sleeve person. Where she's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, used to getting her way by nagging and asking for yeah. things and hinting at things and uh, the way she's gotten Tony to buy her crap or to fix things or to do better at something throughout the years on the show. Well, she starts. That's her. That's who she is. And she starts doing that to him, you know, for reasons that are you know, good or bad, whatever. Doesn't really matter. But she's doing that to him and. I don't. I just have a hard time thinking that a bachelor is gonna or a bachelorette's gonna react real well to that type of marriage mm-hmm. type of personality that quickly. <laughs> sure. No. It's. I. I don't think she went out of her way to be like, "Hey, this is how I get AJ's grades up is by hooking up with no. his guidance counselor." No. But yes, I think just her nature of being a mar- uh, newly divorced or about to be divorced woman would lend to some of yeah. that. It yeah. kind of opens the door for it. She thinks he's yeah. attractive. And uh, like I said, I don't know that she necessarily knows that she's doing it or realizes that she's doing it. But she's yeah. definitely doing it. Because yeah. why else make a guy all sweaty like that and then like talk about the things that you would really like to see happen right afterwards? Yeah. That's textbook. Yeah. That's textbook. Mm-hmm. How you... That's, yeah, that's very uh, Russian spy, you know, Fs the guy and then asks for the, the, the secret yep. codes at the end, you know, yeah. Um, my always my, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, but I, I think he was being unfair too. Yeah, no, I agree. But the whole I thing. agree. Yeah. And I, I think also it has to do with Tony. It has to do with who she was married to mm-hmm. and, and Hey, is this lady just as bad as her old husband? And you know, Tony looms over her at all times. Yeah, I would say so. He just came over to the house, derobed and took a swim in her pool. Yeah. And he ate some duck out of the fridge that wasn't his. Uh, yeah, he's still in her light. You know, still just he's there. physically looming. He's physically looming. Yes, but you also, 
we'll get into the Tony B stuff, but those two are kind of a mirror of each other in ways of being stuck in the mob and the Soprano web. They're just, they have different feelings on the subject where Tony Mm. B is giving in to that's the way he wants things to be. And Carmela is getting to the point where she's just broken because she can't get away. That it's going to follow her forever. You also have uh, the our old buddy, the pre-show. Up. Father, <laughs> yeah, what's his uh, name? Father, I don't know, but he shaved his goatee. He he is the most jelly. He I have written anybody. in my notes, super jelly. <laughs> uh, he is very jelly. And then the balls on her to go confess it to him. Yeah, dude, that guy is like, for a guy who went over to her house. And awful, judgmental. You know, almost made out with her. He is not. He's not doing it because he believes it. He's doing it because he he's like in love mm-hmm. with her, you know. And he he doesn't like all this talk, and he doesn't give a shit about how Tony feels. No. He he cares about how he right. Feels. No, he was he was absolutely uh, the biggest the dick. biggest dick yeah. in the world. Why don't we bring your husband into this? You know what, yeah. bud? You can buy your yeah. own noodles. I'm out. Yeah. Being a real prick. Yeah, he was the worst. Uh huh. And then yeah, I, I wrote that's the uh, that's the weirdest love quadrangle is Carmela, Tony, the priest, and the counselor. It's a it's an odd one. I've never you know. If, yeah, it's very odd. I had very little of that on my bingo card, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, didn't yeah. didn't didn't see that one coming. It's interesting how they kind of talk about the counselor, though. They kind of mention he's like, like you know gay because he's an intellectual i think that's an interesting perspective of maybe like this kind of mobster viewpoint of the world where it's like manly to be kind of more or less educated and more of like a an idiot 100 percent uh it's yeah. just what you don't understand you put down we do it all the time mm-hmm. and they yeah. don't understand any of it so they call him a bundle of sticks yeah, a few times. Yeah, you know, I'm. <laughs> it's another one that I I don't know that they would have done today, just because like, why mess with it? I th- I don't know if they would use the word, but yeah. I think no, they would have made fun of them somehow. These... Yeah. But I don't think they would have called mm-hmm. them an F A G. Nah, <laughs> nah. I'm trying to think. If there's anything else on that subject with Carmela before we get into Tony B? Uh, let's see. I think we should get into yeah. Tony. Let's hit Tony B here because oh no 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 it's no no probably... we do have okay. so when she when he breaks up with her at the end and her telling him to watch his step like she's she's yeah. just you're playing into it you know yeah now she's yeah going which at that she's probably but... so mad at that point that that's just kind of like fine if you want to play this game i'll show you you better watch your step mm-hmm. i don't know man it was uh, it was interesting though to see her kind of we got yeah pull that card we got tony trying to pawn aj back off to her <laughs> yeah aj just is hopeless she did, okay. why are they trying to get him into a, he's not gonna get into a good he's college. not gonna get into a college uh no did you ever try to fight your dad yeah but my dad's a wrestler oh, okay and so it was like you know it's like play fight and I'm like, come on, man, I'll fucking kick your ass. <laughs> but, like, it wasn't in a fight fight. We weren't, like, seriously no, it's fighting. Like, but it was like, fight. you know. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, so you never had an AJ fight your dad moment? Never had okay. that. No. Okay. I've had, I had, I had a couple of those. Those are fun. I've had my dad punch a wall <clears throat> in my closet. My before. mother 
got so mad at me that she slammed a door and it splintered all the way down. Nice. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, my I, that hole in the closet. No, I think it got filled up recently, but it was there for a very just long as time. a reminder, as to a reminder, a reminder of his strength and power. Yes. If you cross dad in this house, this is what you're gonna have a big ass hole like this wall right in your stomach, in your face, or fa- yeah. and face. You look like an idiot. You're gonna leak everywhere. Is AJ <clears throat> supposed to be a representation of all teenagers, kids at that age, or is it? specifically i don't think as good of writers as these people are i don't think they know how to write teenagers very well because meadow was just kind of like at this point like where she at the beginning she was just kind of annoying to be an annoying teenager and that Mm. kind of feels like what's going on with aj for a minute there they tried to kind of like put in maybe it's something bigger and he's got this stress that his dad has but they've kind of left that behind yeah Uh, well, it does come uh, back. I hope yes. it does. I don't know if you know. I don't, okay, but I'm yeah. glad it does. I think, but you might be right, because when he gets older, it becomes a little more, at least I, from what I remember, it gets better. Yeah. Like, it gets a little more nuanced, but right now, it, yeah, it feels like they don't know how I to I feel kids. like all of these people have kids, and they're only talking about the, like, they only can think about the super negative parts of it, you know? Yeah. Like, they have... Yeah. T- well, even Tony B's kids, like, you know... Like, dude, he just bought a fucking Game Boys. They're not going to give a shit about a stupid-ass right. store. What are you saying? Right. Yeah. It's like, why aren't these kids paying attention to my work? Because well, you just got, got a fucking him, Game Boy Advances. You got Game Boy Advances and Pokemon Crystal. They wanna, yeah, they want to play Pokemon Crystal. They don't want to look at your shit-ass massage parlor. We're, so, we're, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Kraft is going to be next week. Absolutely not. Gonna, Crystal. Crystal dump his nuts in the toy pond. <laughs> the, okay, since we're getting there, uh, that was that was my favorite fight. Although I didn't really understand what was going on while it was happening, loved yeah. that fight. Hilarious. Yeah, that he got his ass kicked. Number one, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the flopping fish. We're back to uh, fish symbolism here. Uh, yes, fish. Indeed. That was hilarious. That was great. Yeah. So yeah, Tony B. He's um. Trying to go straight, trying to go the straight and narrow, trying to, you know, the gets someone steals the truck. His boss is very prejudiced against him because he's a mobster and he went to prison. And then, you know, the boss, really, hey, oh, I realized that it was someone else who did this. And he uh, he's like, hey, look, you're doing a, you're doing a great job. I commend you. Uh, I want to help you out with your 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 venture, your massage parlor venture. And. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, it seems to be going really well for Tony B until he finds, I wrote blood money pretty much, right? He finds this money, like this, someone just ditches a whole bunch of money and he finds it and gets to live the mobster life for a little bit. What do you think about the conspiracy theory that Tony was responsible for that? Ooh. Personally, I don't give it a ton of credence. I think that would be very difficult to time out. similar, yeah. But... That's similar to the one that Tony orchestrated the rape of Melfi. Yep, it is very similar. Yeah. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it sure would be fun to watch it play out. Yeah. Not that well not the not rape, the rape, but, but the, yeah. the money thing. <laughs> not the rape one. Right. Not, I could see that, yeah. I mean I could see it given his uh and... disapproval or his indifference to Tony B's uh recent success, I would think or in just his idea for not coming back to the mob in general, like I wouldn't mm. put it past him. Where'd you read that theory on the internet? 
internet. Isn't the one note Citrico? The too. AV Club. Oh, AV yeah. Club. Okay, cool. I like AV I do too. Club. Emily Vander Wooten, Van Wooten, Vander Vander something. I don't know. That's that's my. You're reading Seppenwall, and I'm reading her. I thought it would be nice if we were going to be. Re- oh, 100%. Yeah, if we were going to be reading com- yeah, companion pieces, we should have a couple different sources. Hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I had not heard of that theory. That's interesting. Right. Man. Makes sense. It's fun. It is a fun little theory. I, it's not how I would spend 12 Gs. No, me neither. On his dumbass suits that he likes, uh, yeah. terrible shoes for working in, and gambling. Card game, yeah, gambling. The gambling is, uh, that's a problem. He goes on like a full-ass bender. He does. Oh, man. For everybody, for everybody at home... That's the biggest yawn I've ever seen. Big old, big old yawn. Yes, uh, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, thank you. Yeah, that was his final nail. Like uh, just we, giving him the opportunity to splurge a little bit and live the life that mm-hmm. he was kind of starting to think about again. That was the final nail yeah. in the coffin. And he, and he, you know, and it's right when he's trying to open the store and now he's really stressed and it's the whole uh, what is what is right what is easy kind of deal or not even that just you know living a legitimate life is a lot of hard work yeah and it's a lot of stress and a lot of you know un- uncertainties but he knows like hey this is certain right he at least for well, a while and he knows and he knows he's good at it you know like he mm-hmm. knows that he can do it it's not like uh and he's an intelligent guy. Right. I mean, like, he passed that test. He's going to be a, a yeah. professional masseuse. She could have been a lot less cooler about him passing the test. Like, it's a little little cold for giving a test grade. <laughs> right? Like, she could have at least yeah. said congratulations. So, like, she, yeah, you, yeah, something. That is a lot like how when you get your uh, college acceptance letter, it doesn't say, you've been accepted to the University of Texas at, at Arlington, it's now it is. They give you like a fucking. It looks like you're just you're, you're a star athlete signed. You know they give you like, dude. My sister applied, you know, a year ago, and they give them like pamphlets and, and all this crazy stuff. Like man. I got Nowadays. all that, but when I got when I like I got like that stuff in the mail when people were trying to get me to go to school. Yeah. But like when I got accepted, it was like this real vague sentence, you know, like that you. It said that I was accepted, but I was eighteen, and I. My yeah. vocab wasn't so huge at the point that I knew exactly what all they were saying. And except at the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft. Dude, I'm, I hope my kid gets to go to Hogwarts. I'm so sad that I, I hope didn't. too, man. I know. I want him to be a little <sighs> witch, a little wizard. I, I carved out my own wand out of a stick in my backyard, yeah. and I was ready. Nice. You were on your broom. You're ready. You had all the I had it. On. I had an owl. The one regret I had when I went to a Harry Potter Wizarding World was to not because they they would do a thing where you could dress up and take a picture, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to do that. And then it's like it's like when I when I bought the Switch that didn't have the red and blue, I'm like that's lame. But then it's like you think about it after the fact, like I kind of should have <laughs> I kind of should have had the picture of me dressed up in my Hogwarts gear. We with my wand, are my Hufflepuff shirt because I'm not gonna lie to myself. I'm totally I'm a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Yeah. You GD right. Really. Hufflepuff yeah. is the house of the of the people. Yeah, it's the people's, it's the people's house. house. What house 
would Tony Soprano be? Slytherin. That's easy. Yeah. I think all of them Easy Slytherin. Slytherin. Carmilla uh-huh. might be a Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah. She's a little dodgy, but I, I wouldn't say she's like full on hateful. Ravenclaw. Yeah. I think Bobby Bacala would be a Hufflepuff. He would be a definite Hufflepuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, Janice is probably a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Well, no, she would be a Slytherin too. Yeah, you're probably. She just likes yeah. drugs too. She's a yeah. druggy Slytherin. Who mm. would be a? There are no Gryffindors. Melfi is not a. Actually, Melfi. Melfi would be a. She's a Gryffindor. Yeah. She's a Gryffindor. Yeah, she'd be a Gryffindor. A snooty oh, goody two shoes. <laughs> yeah. Or Ravenclaw, but she's a Gryffindor because she's all fancy and a doctor and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely a Gryffindor. Let's see. What about uh, Meadow? (laughs) Meadow. She. She's probably. Oh, Meadow would be a Gryffindor. No, no, no. She should be a Gryffindor. Yeah. She kind of stands up for what's right. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. You know. Yeah. AJ. AJ. I don't think he gets in. (laughs) He may not get in. He's. He's. Uh. He's gonna be Filch's assistant. I was about to say, I thought you were going to say Neville Longbottom, and I was going to say, do not besmirch the name of Neville Longbottom. Please. Yeah. I don't think. Sorry. Why do you think? I assume. Why do you think less of me? uh, I'm offended. AJ would not hold a candle to Neville Longbottom. No, he absolutely wouldn't. Neville Longbottom is the chosen one, goddammit. He is the true hero of those books. Yes. And and he got hot in the movies, so. He got real hot. Got real hot. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) all right right. uh there's a few more notes that would be a great ender but we got i got a few more notes here Uh, (laughs) can't let the notes get away from us can we i know uh remember pearl harbor was uh, there's a poly joke yeah yeah remember pearl harbor was kind of funny yeah (laughs) it's like oh they're korean a little different and then okay funny uh Chris was talking about the, hey, it's crazy that they're right by a dog park right when the hot daughter was there. Yeah, that was hilarious. He's and then somebody yeah. else walked in and was like, Hey, if you need a snack, they're uh they're right there. Well that's what Chris that, did. was that his, his I know yeah. there was a couple yeah. of jokes in that in that little series. I couldn't remember which one was which. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh pretty much I guess the whole idea is that no one can escape the mob or Tony Soprano. No, they cannot. Uh, and the, I mean, like I was saying, I think I think this episode was set up to kind of show you the those effects, and it was very apparent. I kind of wish though that they had played Tony B out a little bit longer. Like, yeah, it was it was so yeah. quick and fast. Like I almost wish like it had started here, and he didn't actually come. He didn't beat the shit out of Kim until an episode or two down the road. I wish they had played it out a little bit. I liked it and I enjoyed sure. it. I thought they did great. I thought it was you know a really solid episode. But I just kind of wish it would have been played out a little longer. Yeah, it was because we didn't really see him for a little while. You know, no. he was kind of just there, and I'm like. Wow, they're really wasting Steve Buscemi, aren't they? But and so a few of those episodes. The next episode, I believe, is the one that he directs. And okay. this episode was actually made after that one because he's heavily in this one, and he wanted to direct an episode that his character wasn't heavily okay. in. Um, yeah. So the scheduling on this one was a little weird. So I wonder if they kind of moved some plot points around just. Mm-hmm. scheduling wise it was easier or something i don't know yeah but and and we've talked about they were going to use uh that hesh not hesh the guy they sent to prison i can't remember his name now uh felch Fe- 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 yeah uh, Fe- I, I knew they were going to use him 
initially more, and I wonder if maybe that that storyline was supposed to play a little bit longer, so they had to move up Tony B's storyline yeah. a bit. I could see that possibly. It's it was still really though. good. Like I said, I I still yeah. liked it. I don't really have a problem with it. Just would have been more fun to see him kind of like break down over a couple of episodes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that would have been a little better. Yeah. Well, we got what six and seven or seven and eight. Next? Seven and eight, flying right through. Are we this. halfway? Yeah, we are. The season's going quick. Um, it is. And we got some. We got the episodes for Avatar. Cast. It has been determined. We've got a list. Now we just got to figure out when we're gonna do it. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Do you want to? Uh, probably next couple weeks. I assume. Do you want to go ahead and release the episodes so everybody can begin watching them? Yeah, I could do that. Let's do that. I could do that. Let's do that. Okay. That way, I'll also have another note, a notification that reminds me to watch them. Yeah. There's about five or six. I think I put one in there that's not on Austin's okay. list. Okay. Uh, because there's one I really like. That's more of a standalone short story kind of episode. Okay. Uh, that I think is really good. And I don't know. And I I wonder because one of the little stories is one character who you've like come to like really like throughout the mm-hmm. series. Should and I, I do really any who that character? Is. Should I do any like reading prior to these episodes? Maybe maybe get like the idea of what the show is about and who the characters yeah, or are. Or like I bet I could read like a synopsis of, of something yeah. that would that would help. That's me. all you need. It's not it's not you know, it's not too crazy. It's um it's not like too, you know, in depth as far as like you should, you should know what's going on, but that's pretty basic okay. of what's going on. I can on. view yeah. these everybody can view these mostly standalone and yeah. Okay. Dude, maybe maybe Just read the uh, episode synopsis right before. Yeah. So we'll we'll sure. get that out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody stay stay super safe. You know, everybody stay safe mm-hmm. out there. It's it's crazy out it's there. Crazy. So mm-hmm. we love you here at the Deja Vu yeah. podcast. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Unless you have well, something you, you want to say. I don't. I don't have anything to say. Okay. You know what I got I know say. what you have to say. You know what I have to say. Uh, yeah. Like I said, everybody stay safe, and uh, we yeah. love you, and we'll put out some more episodes of Sopranos. These are, these are some uh, crazy times. We're They're in. unprecedented is what they are. Unprecedented. All right. Unparalleled. That's enough. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.